Good morning and welcome, Patriot Radio News Hour. I'm Joe Jaquin, CEO of the Patriot Trading Group, and welcome to Tuesday. Uh, man, it's been a crazy morning already. Uh, we, we had uh, some economic data out, uh, inflationary data out. Uh, we all know where it is, uh, but don't worry. I'm sure somehow, some way, it'll still just be transitory. Uh, somebody, somebody said to me that at the Atlanta Fed, uh, apparently, uh, they no longer believe the transitory uh, rhetoric, and they have been putting. They created like a swear jar, but it's a transitory jar where any time any of the other Federal Reserve members uh, use that word, uh, they put a few bucks into the old uh, swear jar there. Uh, I got to imagine that jar is going to get awfully full, uh, especially with the data that's come out today. But we'll get to that in a minute. I'm joined like I am every day with my partner in crime, Jason Walker. Uh, He runs the show up there in Colorado. Uh, Jason... Bad news for me, I need to get gas today. <laughs> oh, well, uh, it'll be better than the, it'll be better than the gas you get in a bucks. month from now. A, m- a month from now, it'll, it'll be bucks. better. Yeah, I know, I know. Next month it'll and be better. I got a small, you know, my, my car, you know, it only depending on uh, how empty it is. Thirteen, fourteen gallons is, is uh, you know, I think I've got sixteen gallons. But uh, my mechanic friends say, hey, you don't run it till the light goes on. <laughs> that uh, hurts the fuel pump. So I'm, I'm right at that point where the light's getting ready to come on, so i got to go fill up. Uh, and, and it's just, it, it's, and here's the, the, the thing about it is tomorrow we're going to get oil inventory data, and I'm, I've got a, a really bad feeling about this report uh, because this morning Joe Biden was out talking about uh, potentially releasing more oil from the uh, strategic oil reserve and uh, kind of trying to uh, put more pressures on the Saudis. The Saudis already told Joe Biden to jump in the lake last week, Jason. But I'm wondering, it just makes me think, of does he already know what the number is and is trying to get out in front of it? You know what I'm saying? I think they do definitely know the numbers before, you know, by the time you report it, Joe, those guys, they, they, they're trying to figure out how to deal with the number that they've been given. So, yeah, I, <laughs> that's, that's, it's a, I think that's why people watch the president. I think they try to figure out uh, how to react to what he's doing before whatever hits us hits us. So no, I, I don't know how you can react to this guy. This guy, uh, I mean, I, and, not to, and I'm going to get to his comments about the oil reserve here in a minute. But, uh, you know, like last week, the, the, the news had broken that they were going to pay uh, 450000 for the child's, children that were separated at the border. And then uh, the president denied it. Yeah. And then, of course, this the yesterday, uh, well, well, you know, I guess we are doing it. You know, the guy doesn't even know what's going on. I saw the evil look in his face when he yelled at that reporter. Remember he yells at him? I mean, you look at his face. I I think that's what happens when you catch the president, this president in a lie. He gets real angry about it, you know? It looked like his eyes were turning red and he was going to uh, cast a spell on that reporter. (laughs) I mean, it was was pretty intense look in his face when when that man questioned uh, 
his storyline on the $450,000. Which is absolutely ridiculous. You know, and it's so funny is, uh, first of all, uh, we don't know if these kids are even with, were with, even really with parents, not parents, who knows. Uh, and, and it wasn't, uh, uh, you know, people don't realize, you know, like Ellis Island, you know, when everyone immigrated here legally back in the day, you know, that's a, that was standard operating procedure. They separated the kids from, you know, because, uh, you know, predators and things of that nature, right, you know. Uh, but uh, I just find it interesting that, once again, our government just wasting taxpayer dollars, Jason. That's, uh, I don't know, when's the last time they didn't waste our money? <laughs> <laughs> Man, I, I don't know if that uh, if I was ever on that. <laughs> that. That's a great one. We should try to find out when's the last time they didn't waste our money. Speaking of wasting, uh, on uh, the energy secretary Jennifer Granholm in an interview with MSNBC. Apparently, I got to start watching that channel to find out stuff. An announcement could come this week to address the highest gasoline prices in years. As soaring fuel prices have put pressure on the Biden administration to act. Uh, they're saying that uh, the president says that he has an arsenal of tools, Jason, to deal with OPEC to boost crude output. My first comment to the president is, we don't need to talk to OPEC to produce or increase oil output. Why don't we just talk to our own people right here in the U.S.? Why don't we do that, Jason? That would be logical. <laughs> That's what we're supposed but again, to do. Right? The president doesn't want to. Yeah, apparently, it's not okay to produce the oil here because, you know, we got to be green. But it's okay to have the Saudis do it instead. There's an agenda, Joe. That's for sure. It's causing the uh, shortages that we're witnessing. The president said that he is looking at options to address the rise in gasoline prices. And again, I only bring this up because now I'm worried that they know something about tomorrow's report uh, that that's that's going to cause uh, you know oil and gasoline prices to to rise again. That's just you know that's usually how it works. Well, we'll have to wait and see. Pedro Radio News Hour. It's okay to build it or do it somewhere else. Just let's not do it here in America. We'll be back after the break. 800-951-0592, Patriot Radio News Hour. And i got to tell you, Jason, but someone needs to give the president another nap. Uh, the, completely out to lunch here. Yes, I, I'm, I've got tools, and we're, you know, we're going to talk to the Saudis. Uh, here's some more from the president about this, and then we're going to move on. There are other tools in the arsenal. It's an arsenal, Jason. Oh, boy. Yes, he has so many tools. <laughs> Who's he fighting? I got an idea. Who's he fighting, How Joe? How about we get some drill rigs going, right? Who's he fighting, Joe? There's a war, huh? Yes. It's an arsenal of tools. Yes, that we have to deal. And I'm dealing with other countries. Again, will somebody please let the president know? Hey, guess what? We've got crude oil right here. We can just drill it ourselves. And at the appropriate time, he's going to talk about it, Jason. Yeah. 
Oh, that's probably one of his tools, right? Yeah. That we can get more energy in the pipeline, figuratively. Um, hate to tell the president, but uh, you know, figuratively more oil, not going to work, right? <laughs> we probably need, literally speaking, right? Which he, uh, he apparently corrected himself, because he said figuratively, and then he meant, well, literally. Well, I hope so. Uh, but, but again... The, the biggest thing that they that I don't understand, we've got the oil here, but it turns out that U.S. shale does not have the support from the government, Jason, and we are not expected to see uh, a big boost in production from our shale drillers. Yes, yeah, uh, it, it, it probably will get worse before it gets better. I mean, I've, I've seen as far as the, the empty shelves in the grocery stores, Joe, which which uh, shortage of oil, of energy makes that. The shortages of food worse. But I've, I've saw, what I see some statement from the government saying that, well, and we have a three-month plan to to make make those shortages on the shelves, the grocery stores better. <laughs> I guess the, the, the video I was watching like, well, gee, you know, food is one of those things you need now. You don't need it three months from now. Right. I got a picture uh, a text from uh, the Rev uh, over the weekend. He was out at the grocery store. I'm going to have to try to, uh, maybe we could have a contest of, of uh, who can find the highest price of meat. But he, he sent a picture, uh, and it was uh, uh, at a meat counter. At one of the, you know, like, a, and I'm assuming a Kroger or something along those lines. And, and the cost on the item was $49.47 uh, for this piece of meat uh, that was uh, about $14.99 a pound. And someone had put a Joe Biden sticker on it with him pointing his finger saying, I did that. And uh, <laughs> I just thought that was pretty <laughs> it was at uh, it was at a King Super actually. So yeah, so at a. You know what's scary? What's scary, Joe, is that uh, fast food prices are going up, but they're not going up nearly as fast. So you know, it shows you really uh, what what's in that fast food that the, the prices are not quite skyrocketing like the meat is. Yeah, I don't know if it's got that much meat in it. Uh, speaking of skyrocketing, staying on topic here, used vehicle prices. Yeah, massive. Wow. Uh, Ramsey Auto Group, one of our new sponsors out here. If you guys are looking for a used car up there in Colorado, that's the place to go, believe me. Uh, according to Mannheim, up a no- th- this was up 9.2% in October. How can it go up another 10% in a month? They're calling it the biggest month-to-month spike. Going all the way back to when they started tracking this in 1997. Because September's jumped 5.3%. So, you got to remember, Jay Powell patted himself on the back with his transitory nonsense. And he brought up how in August, used car prices fell for one month. And said, see, I told you. Well, since then, Chairman Powell, used car prices have jumped 14.3% in the last 60 days uh, Mannheim, the largest auctioner of U.S. cars. So this is at the wholesale level. 
right? So this is, you know, dealers going to these car auctions and, yep. and uh, making their way uh, to the uh, consumer. They're saying used car prices up 40%, well, 38%. I don't want to exaggerate. It's only up 38% year over year compared to October 2019. So this is the, uh, the pre-COVID level. I guess this would be a great transitory test, right? <laughs> Prices are up 60%. I saw this thing. Uh, cars. I, I saw 60%. this thing, Joe, this this auction, and, and this, this Honda was supposed to sell. It's a two-year-old Honda. It was supposed to go on the auction for 21000 and And very quickly, ravenous uh, uh, auctioning went on, and it was 27500 you know, almost instantly the bidding went up to 27500 on a used two-year-old Honda. <laughs> That's what's happening at these car auctions. Well, I'm going to tell you right now, uh, Brittany, right here in the office, she's got a, an, a, new, a, a new car that uh, was uh, the 20,000-mile, you know, bring it to the dealer for a free checkup. Uh, the, the dealer offered her $4,000 more than what she paid for it. Yep, that's happening, Joe. That is absolutely yep. happening. Uh, or offered her four. Th- got twenty thousand miles. I'll give you four thousand more than you paid for it. Uh, but but yeah, Brittany wasn't buying it. She's like, yeah. Then what am I going to do? And Joe, it's the chips. Right? It's really these computer chips. Uh, I was seeing this thing last night that in January of this year, uh, a lot of the uh, car manufacturers needing their chips for their cars were told two to three months. So you know they start they start putting in their orders accordingly for where they you know where they think sales will be, and they got into April to June, and they started saying, well, you have six months, it's going to be six months. So they said at the beginning of the year that this would get better, that they they would catch up. Now in October, they're telling them, well, it's going to be sometime next year, and it may be the end of next year, before you start getting the, the next chip you know, chips getting to these cars. It's getting worse, Joe, and that's why your used cars are going up because the new cars are just not being built. You think maybe they tried to believe the president's uh, nonsense, right? Well, the president said it only going to last a little while, uh, and it's going to be a hot lot. Listen, they're all out. Ford was out. General Motors is out. Uh, the, the chip problem is not. Re- it's not going to be resolved in twenty twenty two. It's going to be. This is it. This is the new normal. Uh, get ready for it to happen. By the way. Uh, not to depress anybody anymore. It's the first time ever that used car prices rose in the month of November. Or, I'm sorry, uh, it was an October number. First time ever that it rose in the month of October. And, and the thing that Mannheim was saying was it didn't go up a little bit. We're talking almost a 10% increase. Did he go... Uh, Mainheim said the only time prices have ever gone up in the month of October was on a seasonally adjusted basis. It's never actually happened in real terms, uh, which is just going to blow the lid off of uh, the inflation numbers. Uh, Today, we got wholesale inflation. So this is producer prices uh, up 8.6% year over year. This ties the record for the highest ever, Jason. Well, the highest ever since they've been keeping the data. Why do I feel like it'll be a short-lived record as the months go on, Joe? You know, the, the uh, highest uh, increase, uh, according to the Labor Department, 
uh, stripping out food and energy. The index was up uh, four tenths of of a percent. Uh, September, when they did that, it was only up one tenth of a percent. So again, getting worse year over year basis. Core producer prices up six point two percent. That is a year over year record. Uh, going back, this one apparently only going back to 2010 because that's when they decided, I guess, to start tracking that information. Uh, the uh, well, I don't know. It says price rise for final demands of goods accounting for more than 60 percent of the increase in the products. In other words, uh, dealers out there, uh, producers out there, are saying, "Hey, guess what? Everything's costing more." Uh, it's not just fuel. It's not just energy. It's not just labor, Jason. All these things spell a, a lot of gloom and doom when it comes to food and food shortages, which you know, people have talked in the past about, well, this and this could happen, and we could have food shortages. This, this looks like the real deal, Joe. This looks like all of these factors affect food and food prices uh, dramatically, and uh, suddenly the food will just, you know, you don't have trucks to bring the food, and you don't have – cars being built and the parts to fix the cars and the trucks and, and the ships sitting in the ocean these you know the, the inflation uh, causing everything to be more and more expensive you know, food shortages is something people are going to start talking about in the, in the in the months to come it's that's why the shelves are looking empty it, it, it's already happening you know and, and you kind of blow it off uh because it's different items every time one time you go in and there's you know there there's no there's no chips the next time you go in uh, well, you know, the meat counter's wiped out. The next time you go in, uh, the bread is gone. Uh, it's been one of those deals. And remember, uh, Coca-Cola, Pepsi saying there's going to be sporadic shortages. Uh, this thing's going to get a whole lot worse, uh, unfortunately, before it gets better. And this has been known. Uh, this is kind of the problem. Uh, the CEO of Kroger warned everybody like 60 days ago. The big price increases haven't even hit yet. Uh, stock up on your Oreo cookies uh, at the beginning of the year. Nabisco uh, prices are going to go up 7% across the board. I just had a customer call in. Listen to this. He bought a 2020 Jeep Cherokee for $30,000. Okay. Didn't like it. Traded it in for a 2021 Dodge Durango. The sticker on the Durango was fifty-six thousand. He paid fifty-seven. They gave him thirty-six thousand for the Jeep Cherokee he bought for thirty thousand the year earlier. Oh wow! <laughs> wow! Absolute insanity uh, happening. Uh, in the marketplace. And Joe, uh, listen, last but not least, Joe, let me let me l- listen to this. Uh, before coronavirus came, there was an estimation of fifty to sixty thousand truck drivers needed for the industry. They were already short truck drivers, which is which is really the, the supply. They, when they talk about supply line problems, they don't want truck drivers. You probably make two hundred thousand dollars being a, being a truck driver very soon now. And the average large grocery store, your WalMarts and your Krogers and whatnot, they get an average of eight deliveries a day. Eight trucks per day average, which means if you have a really big, tr- uh, real big store, you get sixteen trucks, and maybe a smaller store, you know, tr- store where you only gets three trucks or two trucks a day. But the average is eight trucks a day, Joe, and they're just they're not for getting every Walmart 
for well, for the large ones, yeah. I, I guess smaller stores are a little lighter than that, but the average large store, you know, you have your big your big king supers, your small king supers, but if they average eight trucks a day and they're not getting eight trucks a day, those shortages you're seeing is because they're not getting their eight trucks a day, Joe. And I'm going to tell you right now, uh, and I'll, I'll remind you what AutoZone had to say. Parts are becoming a problem. Uh, yesterday we talked about John Deere, how John Deere says, hey, we're going to outsource to our other plants outside of the U.S. Uh, today the news broke that multiple John Deere dealerships uh, report that there are parts delays for tractors and heavy equipment. And they said that uh, farmers now are waiting weeks, could be months, before they get the parts needed to keep their combines and their tractors uh, working. Uh, they say that uh, the situation uh, has only gotten worse and uh, saying that, uh, again, you know, if the farmers don't have parts for the tractors, Jason, we're not going to get the food, we're not going to get the produce, we're not going to get uh, all the other things on the shelves. Yeah, I, I didn't get the price, Joe, but I saw a John Deere tractor on one of the videos I was watching. Tractors are going up twofold and threefold used tractors, way worse than used car trucks. Patriot Radio News. <laughs> oh, man. Wow. It's a little too much truth today. Hey, it's only halftime. You could enjoy having your mortgage paid for a year. That's right. It's the Christmas Mortgage Miracle Contest. To enter, go to FamilyValuesRadio1010.com and click on the banner. That's FamilyValuesRadio1010.com. Eight hundred nine five one zero five nine two. I don't mean to laugh. I'm. Just, it just doesn't end. Uh, apparently, the new shortage now to go containers. Yep, I saw that too. <laughs> Can yeah, yeah. Apparently, uh, there are almost no straws. Very, 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 very few iced. Coffee drink cups. No, not that. There's such a shortage for to-go containers that people are saying, I don't care what the price is. Just send it to me. Uh, International paper. Now, international paper, they're huge. They actually don't make uh, the to-go packaging anymore. They used to. They don't do it anymore. Uh, But they make the pulp that makes the packaging. So they said, just to give you an idea of how bad the problem is, in just late October, it said that it had absorbed an additional $50 million on supply chain cost to export its pulp out to these places to produce the, you know, the whatever it may be, the the. the the packaging for the to-go stuff. So think about that. Just This is one company, $50 million just in shipping cost alone, Jason. Yeah, the shipping cost is, is a huge part of this problem. And uh, I, I actually saw a CBS News clip. They're actually, uh, they started, you know, this CBS News program was actually reporting on the shortages. They finally got there, Joe. They've, one of the big news stations finally actually reporting on some some shortages. And the female uh, news anchor, she's like, yeah, I went to get Lunchables for my kids. And I went to three stores and couldn't find their Lunchables. It's because the containers that hold the Lunchables are out. 
Yep. My wife has been telling me uh, the same same stories. I went to three stores for this. I went to two stores for that. Uh, it, and it's the same thing everywhere. Uh, the they're saying that uh, they're, they're, the 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 people the suppliers uh, Dunaway, big supplier of this stuff, said, "Listen, we've told everybody, you better stock up because the next shipment you get, I can't tell you when your next one's going to come." Yep, sounds like the chips, the do, computer how do, chips. How do you do? How do you do business that way? You don't. Well, how much should I buy? Do I buy a three-month supply? Do I buy a six-month supply? Can I even afford to buy that much supply? These are markets getting ready to freeze up, Joe. That's what this is. Rival food supplier Cisco refuses to comment on the challenging it's, uh, that it is facing. However, it said it would in, uh, update investors when they re- when they release first quarter results Thursday, so I'll, I'll let you know I'll be all over that for sure. Uh, Cisco is huge; they they provide the majority of uh, restaurants and, and bars and all that here in Arizona. Uh, they're they're like the big uh, supplier of things. Uh, it's going to be a very very interesting winter, uh, Jason, all around. As and and I think you've got it right. Hey, it may not be the Lunchable that's the problem. It may be the box that the Lunchable goes in. Prepackaged food has a lot. Hey, prepackaged food needs a lot more attention than just raw foods. Yeah, and it may not be the box that the Lunchable goes in. It may be the box that the Lunchables go in to be shipped. Right? I mean, there's you're talking about three or four different layers of packaging before it actually gets uh, onto the shelf at the supermarket. Any one of those breaks down. And you don't have it. It could be the plastic film that goes yep. over the Lunchable. That's where it my mind was. It could be the cardboard that the Lunchable <laughs> goes in. It could be the master box that the Lunchable goes in. I mean, the who glue, knows? It could be the glue that seals it shut. It could be the glue. <laughs> yeah, there's a, lot of, there's a lot that goes into these prepackaged foods for you guys out there that, that, uh, that eat out of the box. I mean, everyone loves to open a bag of chips, right? There's a lot more to that bag of chips than just the uh, food in it. And you know what? I have, here's the bad part. I've got a bad feeling we're going to learn a whole lot more about packaged food than we ever wanted to know. Listen, I've already learned way more about fertilizer than I ever wanted to know, right? We're, we're, we're learning a whole lot more about uh, how cargo gets unloaded at ports and whatnot than we've ever wanted to know. Uh, th- this whole thing, it, it, it seem, it's seemingly unrelenting. Like, we've got this rolling wave. Uh, that they promised us was going to be over. And not only is it not over, the wave has doubled in size. And that's really the biggest problem. The wave has doubled in size. This is when the wave was supposed to be over. And like Jason said, a lot of these manufacturers out there thought, ah, this, it's just a little hiccup. And they didn't plan far enough ahead, and now all of a sudden the waves doubled in size, and, and, and we've got a tsunami getting ready to hit. Right, and then and, and Joe, what'll end up happening is businesses can't do business, so they'll just they'll try to wait it out, and they'll just markets will just freeze up. This this is what happens in a market crash. Markets will freeze. Listen, I up. tell you, I, I I got friends everywhere. I got a, a buddy of mine, another one of these business owners. Let me just read you the text he just sent me. 
There are no paper wrap straws in the valley. So those, you know, individual paper wrap straws, none. There are no plastic cup lids. Everybody's going to styrofoam because they can't get the lids. Think about, think about what he's saying right now. Every day I stock up on whoever has anything. This is, this is what, it's just happening out there. There's nothing on the shelves. If they, if they're on the shelves, these guys are buying it, Jason. And and again, uh, this is real live stuff. And you talk about people. How do you manage your business? If you're a, a restaurant, if you're a bar, may, maybe you're in the catering business or the hospitality business. How do you manage your business? Maybe McDonald. Maybe McDonald's goes back. Walmart's going to gonna be just fine. Walmart's going to be yeah. just fine. Oh, yeah. Olive Garden, they're going to be just fine. What about the small business guy? What do they do? And this is listen. This is all done by that moron Jay Powell sitting there telling us about transitory this and transitory that. I told you Janet Yellen was the evilest woman on the planet, and and, and guess what? Small business is going to pay the price for all of this, Jason. I promise you. Before this is over. Uh, and again, it, it's almost impossible. Can you imagine? Here you are, you, you're bidding out a job and you got an event, and all of a sudden, I can't get straws. I can't get cups for people to drink from, right? I can't. How do you run a business? Well, Boulder County will be happy. They outlawed straws some time ago, so I guess they'll be happy about that. This <laughs> is bad. Wow. It's a radio news hour. Don't touch that dial. 800-951-0592. Colts up. Uh, right to, we're right here. Right, We're stalking it here at 1829 uh, right now on, on gold. Uh, we're looking at, you know, 1830, 1835. Here's the deal. It's Gold's going higher. Whether it's today, tomorrow, next week, I don't know. But believe me, when it breaks eighteen thirty-five, it's going to be real. I think it's going to be real quick towards nineteen hundred. So you're, you're talking, you know, it's going to be a big move. Don't wait. Get in now. Uh, the, the, and again, we're talking about nineteen hundred. I'm talking about all-time highs, probably in the next six months here. This wave that that I'm watching, uh, everything, you know. And I've got friends everywhere. I know it's hard. I mean, I call them friends. You know. They may not think I'm their friend, but but I call them friends. Uh, the that are all in these industries, uh, and the prices that are coming down, uh, it, it's it, it's beyond belief. You know, you're you're talking about prepackaged stuff uh, that the cost is up sixty percent. You know, something uh, a box of say uh, prepackaged food containers twenty dollars. It's now fifty if you can find it. That's the problem. Not only, not, you know, it's a double problem. Not only has the price up 60%, but that's if you can find it, Jason. I mean, if you can't find it, doesn't matter what it costs. Part of it's where do you live, and uh, when, when supplies get lower and lower, uh, who gets prioritized to get the stuff that's available? You know, so it's there's that, there's that to have to think about. I mean, this, this is where living out in a rural area gets to be difficult because you, you get your stuff last. People are saying, I'm just uh, seeing some reports come through here, 
they expect uh, the president before the end of this week to announce releasing from the strategic uh, petroleum reserve, which really has me wondering about tomorrow's number. If it's a bad number, uh, gold's going to skyrocket come tomorrow. I don't know that it is, but I'm just just kind of interesting how all of this is is shaking out uh, right now. Listen, twenty dollar gold pieces are at twenty one twenty five. And believe me, if if gold breaks eighteen thirty, eighteen thirty five, it's not stopping at eighteen forty or eighteen fifty. Um, it, it, we're going to see a big run here. Uh, we're going to see uh, gold prices uh, rise significantly. Really, if you think about it, Jason, twenty twenty one, gold was really on sale for the whole year. I've been saying it. Been the, saying it. Good old days, right? Joe. Because this is the good old days right? to buy it. The, the argument was, well, Jay Powell says it's transitory, so don't worry. Right? So gold, you don't need to rather. We're not going to have inflation, or, or it's just going to be temporary. Gold now is getting ready to react because guess what? Wall Street has it wrong. Uh, the Federal Reserve issued a bunch of warnings today, and I haven't seen this, which kind of tells me, uh, they know this tidal wave's getting a lot bigger here uh, about uh, the potential uh, for a, a large sell-off uh, in the stock market. And the only thing that I could think of, Jason, to cause that would be uh, inflation really getting out of control. Uh, the Federal Reserve uh, would have to be forced to act, uh, i.e. by uh, trying to raise interest rates or maybe speeding up the quantitative easing. Uh, but but either way, it was just very interesting uh, that they came out. They warned about Bitcoin. Uh, they warned uh, about elevated stock prices as well, Jason. Exactly. I mean, uh, when you when you look at what's going on with the the markets, and and uh, well, let's look at about six months ago, the markets were about thirty five thousand. The Dow was thirty five thousand. Now it's in like thirty six two. That's not a very big price hike in that time frame, Joe. But the price of everything else has gone up tremendously. This is a market. We're in a market crash. Market crashes don't, you know, it's not this like one day thing. A lot of people, you know, oh, the, the day that the stock market crashed in 29. But that, that was more than one day overall. If you look at it, 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 this doesn't happen in one day. A lot of times it happens over a couple of years or, or six months or something. It's been happening. The markets are crashing now. Gold and silver has been a bargain all year, like you said, Joe. And in the midst of a market crash, we haven't had a, a, a burn-up of inflation like, like this in, in decades. And so it's crashing now. The S&P, you know, the 7, yeah, those, those companies are still doing okay, but it's the other 493 that really aren't doing good. They're all, they're all down. They're all, they're all suffering. Uh, the mid-cap and the small-cap companies, the small companies are just getting wiped out. So it's happening. And, it, and Joe, if the, if the Dow goes down, if the S&P 500 starts going down, that's a massive market crash then. Because with inflation, you can, yeah, right. in theory, you can keep those markets up. In theory, yep. And, and Jason's right on the head here. You know, thirty-six-two today. I mean, Dow's down a couple hundred points today. S and P and Nasdaq are down as well. But yeah, they're they're right near all-time highs. Uh, but to Jason's point, right? If you take away like the seven, right? We're, what are we talking about? We're talking about Google. We're talking about Amazon. We're talking about Microsoft. We're talking about Walmart. We're talking about Netflix, right? I mean, you take those guys away, uh, the rest of Wall Street not looking uh, so sharp. And to Jason made a really good point about those small cap stocks 
uh, because those are companies too less able to handle the price shocks, right? They're, they're, they're not as equipped to handle these things that, that are happening in the marketplace. And, and if there's any loss of confidence here, uh, we could see a very uh, significant move to the downside. And again, though, got to remember, Wall Street, it's a debt market that's propped up by the central bank. And the problem is right now, the central bank is being proven the fool, Jason. Being right. proven the fool. Right. And you, and, you, and you could very well see before uh, the Dow and the, and the SP really take a nosedive, you may see it go up a little bit. It's, it's a melt up, which happens right before the crash. Hey, it was get everybody else, get all the suckers in the game before we, we pull the rug out. And so uh, don't, don't bully the market. Final segment coming up Patriot Radio News Hour. We'll be right back. Eight hundred nine five one zero five nine two twenty dollar gold pieces. We got about a hundred of them, so that's a that's a nice number. Uh, gold's now up four. Uh, is today the day uh, we'll see uh, eighteen thirty one? It's bouncing between eighteen thirty one uh, and eighteen thirty two here. Uh, so it's moved up uh, almost four bucks in the last five minutes here. Uh, again, we're targeting this level. This is the uh, the a major level here. If it breaks above. All the computer programs fire. It's not, I'm a rocket scientist. The computer programs are going to just uh, sell out their shorts. They're going to go long. Uh, we're going to see uh, significant uh, price increases. Uh, if it holds here uh, today, U.S. $20 gold pieces, $2,125 at $800-951-0592. And, and really... Uh, if you've learned anything from listening to us here the last couple of months, uh, you haven't seen the bad inflation yet. That's the problem. The wave that was that 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 came was supposed to be gone. Instead, the wave is now twice as big. And right now, as of right now, Jason, still getting bigger. That's correct, Joe. I mean, ch- check this out. Uh, Brian and I bought into uh, Patriot Trading in 2018, and, and I'll just take a kind of an, a good average. In 2019, uh, June 12th, the Dow is 27,332. So, to today's price, it's about 25%. The Dow's up, yeah, 25%, Joe. That's not bad, you know, for, t- for two years. But, but we were selling gold pieces between 1250 and 1350, these $20 that we're selling today. So an average of thirteen hundred bucks is what we were selling them for at that stage in in uh, two thousand nineteen, up up about sixty percent. So you're about twenty one twenty five today. So even though gold's kind of been hanging out in twenty twenty one, not doing a lot, wait till it explodes and that and those numbers uh, erase. Uh, you know, sixty percent versus twenty five percent. I'd rather be in the gold uh, situation in the last two years, Joe. But what's going to happen? You know, here soon is the Dow is just not. It's this stagflation for that, and gold is the emergency uh, asset. And you better start getting your hands on it, right, Joe? Yeah, and it sure looks like stagflation. And I hate to say, I don't want to see it, but that is absolutely what it looks like here. We, we've seen wages rise, uh, and and I'm telling you right now, it's not enough. It's not enough. I'm sorry. Fifteen dollars not enough. Sixteen, seventeen, twenty, uh, twenty-five. It's it's not enough. Uh, you know they, they talk about shortages and supply chain problems and and you've got to understand things have broken down at every level uh, because we went through uh, essentially sh- the shutting down of the whole world. And what did the bankers do? They just 
gave everybody trillions. So everybody kept spending while the whole world was shut down. And now, all of a sudden, hey, we're out of stuff. We don't have the stuff. And uh, equipment breaks down. Can't get the parts. Right? If, uh, well, I got the parts, so I'm back to work. Well, oh, wait a minute. I can't get the cardboard. Or I can't get the lid. Or I can't get the container. Or I can't find a ship to put it on. Or I can't find this. Or I can't find that. It, it, it's a breakdown of epic proportions. And this is, this is the stagflationary events. This is what happens when you print way more money than, than the world can handle. And, and nobody really knows. We've told you. Jason and I have told you. The amount of money these clowns produced to bail out their little Wall Street friends. This was all about their Wall Street friends. The world's never seen anything like it by like a factor of 10. Which tells me whatever happened in the 70s, because I was too young to remember, this one's going to be a lot worse than that. 800 951 592 